Welcome to Plateau Partners Pulse, the show about business networking and ideas brought to you by the Plateau Partners, a BNI chapter in the greater Seattle Puget Sound area. I'm your host, Stacey Heller of Stacey Connects, and I am joined today by Tina Mitchell of One Time Your Business. And we are going to start, as we always do, with the speed round. Welcome, Tina. Are you ready? Thank you. I'm so ready. And I love, I feel like I need to go to a a jazz party or something with your opening music. I love it. Isn't that fun? It's, (laughs) I love it. You know, get it out of my head. (laughs) I want it to be, I like that it has the the beat um, so that it's the pulse. And, you know, let's face it. the heartbeat of business are these small business owners that we're talking to on Plateau Partner. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, it keeps things going. I love it, Stacey. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, all right, speed round. So, since we already know you're Tina Mitchell, um, I like to throw a curveball. And what are some childhood nicknames of yours? Oh, well, I had one. It was Whammo. My maiden name's Frisbee, not F-R-I-S-B-E-E, but F-R-I-S-B-E-Y. So Whammo, back in the day, I won't say how long that was ago, but it was a long time. They were the number one brand Frisbee. And it was such a connection nickname that I go to my high school reunion and people call me Whammo. So you go figure. That's so, that's <laughs> fun. I'm always jealous of people that have good nicknames. Um <laughs> Okay, so your business name. So there is a lot to be said in a name. Um, you know, you think about the time that we take to name things. Tell me about a little something behind your business name. Well, one time your business, I've been saying to my team for since I've been in my business career, which is 26 years, um, I've always told them to, you know, it's all about one timing your business. And it's really, it's doing something once and considering it a one and done, because if you're not, you're doing the same activities multiple times, wasting valuable time and really not getting anything done. So it's just a tagline that I came up with behind the scenes. And then of course, when I started teaching others how to one time their business, I trademarked my tagline. (laughs) So it all started behind the scenes. Well, and it's brilliant. You didn't have to, I mean, you modeled, right? You didn't have to think twice and, um, you know, you have your expression and then you didn't have to do extra work and come up with a name because you had already done the work once. Yes. Many, many years I've been calling it one time in your business. (laughs) It's, It's very smart. I am a big fan of, uh, clever and that is very clever. So um, we're going to clever queen, Stacey. I've uh, off topic here, but times I've met with you and just watch you in action of all of your spontaneous creative ideas. You have no idea what people are going to ask you. And you just off the top of your tongue, you just come up with these created branding tag phrases. Oh, go on. (laughs) Don't go on because this is about you. Um, So we're going to talk more in depth about your business a little further into the show. Okay. But for right now, um, tell me about your, tell me about one time your business. Cause you actually, you are a multi hyphenate. Like you are the business Disney star um, that, you know, can do it all. But for one time your business, what is, uh, what is it that you do? So it's a time management and business efficiency course, but really it's a lifestyle because um, what my tagline is it helping you create the business and life that you've always dreamed of 
you can't create the business or the life that you've always dreamed of without running a high efficiency business model. And so again, if you can figure out how to do something once and consider it a one and done, that's a high efficiency business model. Absolutely. And you already mentioned that you have been um, talking about this for years. I think you said you've been in business for 26 years. Is that right? Yeah, that's business crew. So I have multiple businesses, as you know, Stacy. I'm in the top 1% of the nation in mortgages. I created a mortgage software over a decade ago, um, radio and podcasts like you, an author, keynote speaker. Uh, so I've had multiple businesses. This particular business I created seven years ago. And I, I've just had a lot of business partners in my mortgage practice ask how I do everything that I do. And I say, well, I went to my business. And somebody said, could you teach that for my office? I'm doing a uh, retreat for the year. And I thought, yeah, how much time do I have? And she says, how much time do you want? And I said, can you give me three hours? And she said, yes. So I created a whole course for three hours, which then seven years ago, I thought, you know, why don't I create this for everybody and create an eight week course? So seven years ago, I officially opened up One Time Your Business, which is sharing my philosophy of how to run a high efficiency business model. But I've actually been one timing since I was 10 years old and I started working the strawberry field. So it's been a part of my life for a long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, it totally. And that's one of the really powerful things uh, about your course is that there is a why behind it and um, and attached to where it came from and what it has enabled you to do. So it's it's really powerful. And with your business, uh, prior to COVID, were you doing this in person or have you always done it remotely? Of course, virtual. I'm a time management business efficiency coach. So I have started using a go-to meeting for my mortgage business and mortgage software demos for my team. Uh, I don't know probably 11 years ago. And then I upgraded to easier to use, which was join me. And then Zoom came along and I was on Zoom. So I've been, my course started virtual because there was no way I was going to go sit somewhere for eight weeks. And I knew that it would be a challenge for somebody to, you know, come in for eight weeks. And the biggest, uh, objection that I had to eliminate. And I talk about how to eliminate versus overcoming objections is getting people over the fear of video because they couldn't see in my course if they weren't on video. And I just said, it's like going to a a workshop and coming in with a bag over your head or somebody coming to share something with you and their backs towards you. So of course, with COVID, um, trying to eliminate that objection up front was no more because you know, now everybody is, I, I don't feel as special as I used to. I felt really special. Like I was really leveling things up. Well, you did. People. You absolutely <laughs> did. I mean, you know, you are an early adopter. Yes, I tried to. And, you know, and that is really, it's really powerful. So it doesn't matter. So in terms of your location for your business, you can be um, anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, which is an amazing thing um, because the ripple effects of what it is that you teach with your course is just an, a, a huge impact. Um, so your why. Um, do you want to share your why? Yeah, I just, you know, we've in, in it's, it's such an interesting question and I like to ask it when I'm interviewing people as well. Great businesses come from great life experiences, whether it's a passion experience or it's a pain experience. And growing up, my, my mom was always stressed about time. She didn't, she didn't have enough time to do 
even half of what was on her plate. She wasn't a single mom, but with all my dad's challenges, it was if she was. And I literally remember her dragging my little sister and me behind her saying, girls, walk faster, keep up, we're going to be late. And we were never on time for anything. And this is what one timing really is about. You are either driven by pleasure or you're driven by pain or you're driven by purpose or you're driven by pain. Both are just as powerful. It just takes something big for you to take action. And that pain, even as a child, when I had absolutely no control, it drove me to want to take control of my life. I was a concert violinist and literally I'd be running up on stage a minute or two before I was supposed to start competing Uh, so it was really painful for me. And, um, I realized as an adult, I have a hundred percent control over my time and it's either I'm making a choice not to, not to maximize my time because we can choose to do that. We can choose to watch things on TV instead of doing something else. that's going to take our, our business to the next level. But I know it's a hundred percent choice that is all in my control. Right. Well, yeah. and the the different things that you help people with, the degree to which they're going to decide to maximize, you know, they all have control over that. You know, it's a fascinating thing each week to get the notification on my phone of my weekly average time spent on my phone. Yeah. And, you know, to look at that and equate that with how much time was wasted. Yeah. I say, you know, use Clockify or uh, use uh, Time Cubler. Uh, I'm not saying that correctly. I use Clockify, but there's some really great uh, tools out there that do just that. It's so important because not just in your your business time, but what you're doing personally, you can see how much time is wasted. And then it's whether or not you have a big enough purpose or a big enough why behind why you want to get your business to the next level, because you want to have a better quality of life for you, your family, and you want to have time to contribute to the community because we all come from internally a place of contribution. It's just majority of people don't have the time or even the space to think about making the time for their community because they don't have a high efficiency business model. So when you track and you see how much time you're actually wasting because time really is a choice. It's a choice of what you decide to do with your time. Mm-hmm. And when you monitor it, it's pretty shocking because it was shocking for me uh, as a time management and business efficiency coach as I'm continuing to level up in really tracking my time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, another thing that I appreciate about what you do is that you talk a lot about this in the, you know, it's obviously it's one time your business. Your business may be the business of running a household or raising your children. Mm-hmm. A lot of the the tools and a lot of the suggestions and the tips that you share with people that take your course, they can be applicable if your business is that is in that space. And yes. you know, therefore you can up level then your personal life and the time that you have to do things and the relationships. I mean, it really is up-leveling so much. Um, it it goes beyond the business piece. So well, and I have people all the time in my course, you know, they're two or three weeks in and they're like, I'm, I'm one-timing this at home. And I said, that's what it's about. It's a lifestyle. It's not just how you maximize your time in business, but then when you create that habit, because it really is, it's all about a habit. And when you create the habit and the mindset around one-timing your business, it becomes a lifestyle. And you notice that you're not just batching tasks at work, but you're batching tasks 
in your personal life as well. Oh, yeah. It's it's good stuff. It's totally good stuff. So let's switch gears a little bit. How long have you been in BNI? Uh, on my fourth year. Okay. Not long, not long compared to some of the plateau partners. I know. I, They're life, lifeies. <laughs> it seems like it sometimes. What <laughs> do you appreciate the most about um, being a member of BNI in terms of just the greater organization? Yeah, well, my recipe for success is through building relationships. And BNI is the best networking organization that I have ran into ever. And as a time management and business efficiency coach, you can bet I am very particular on where I spend my time. And BNI and their philosophy and their efficiency and uh, their recipe of success of how, helping their members maximize um I, I just, I appreciate that space. And BNI also creates a space that you can not only monetize, but you can contribute to others. And my magic sauce in my business is not just connecting with people that need my product and service, but then getting them connected to other people that I know. Because when you are known in your, when you're known in your community as a connector, it's powerful. It's kind of like if somebody invites you over to their house for dinner, that's nice. When they invite you over to your dinner party, that's magical okay. because now you're helping them find their business partner, find their best friend, find their spouse, have kids. All of those connections have not only happened within our BNI family with Plateau Partners, but people that we have introduced to other services all of that magic has happened. So it allows me to be a cabinet connector. I know everybody that you need to know. And they are all my friends that I meet with every single week. Oh, yeah. It's, it is very powerful. Um, what do you think is one of the best parts about our particular chapter? And I know it's hard for you because you've come from um, a different chapter and you really felt allegiance with that. So we're just going to pick something that it's not that you love us better, but what is something that you love specifically about us? I, I, I just, I have to say the people, you know, I'm, I'm sure that every BNI chapter has great people, but the people that I know that I'm building relationships with makes our chapter the best for me. Yeah, I would agree. I and we got a rocking group. I, I can't help it. I have been a support director consultant for BNI. And so I've supported other chapters. I came for another chapter. And, you know, we just have, we have a great uh, mix of businesses. We have a great membership. We're always leveling up on bringing more uh, members into our chapter. And so just on numbers alone, uh, you have more people to love, right? Because we have more people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and we meet on Friday morning, so I like that. <laughs> I do, too, actually. It's kind of a nice, like, there's something about launching into the weekend. It doesn't feel like a chore. It feels like ending your week on an up note. Well, I have to see how special uh, our chapter is that we do meet Friday morning because I we just had our first grandchild and we babysit every Friday. And it's the first day in my entire career, 26 years in real business, meeting outside of the restaurant industry, which that's a whole nother uh, career for many years. But uh, I've never taken a business day off forever. 
I'm never wow. going to take an appointment on Friday again. And so B and I, as you know, because at the end, when it's appropriate, uh, Kalina, I'll bring her up and give a little peek of her, but B and I is the only thing that I do, uh, on Friday. So that's how much it means to me that I kept B and I, even though I committed to, uh, no appointments on Fridays. Well, and she's just, you know, we all love that. So cute. My cat ended up sitting in on the meeting last week. And I know it ends up being more work sometimes than not. And it's like, OK, um, I just pop Kalina in at the very end so everybody can see how adorable she is. It puts a smile on uh, puts a smiles on people's face to see a little baby, right? Absolutely. Well, and, you know, as you said, it's about the people and the people become your family. And who doesn't love an adorable grandbaby? So um, the words like, know, and trust, they are very commonly associated with BNI. What are three words that are commonly associated with you? Resilient, hard worker, and a contributor. Ooh. And you can tell that she planned that. Um, tell me, I <laughs> mean, people you know. have asked that to me before. I mean, I, you know, I'm people that know me and know my story. That's where resilient would come from. Absolutely. And people that know me in business, they know, and I should say hard worker slat. I, because I always say I work hard and I play just as hard. Cause I've got, I have a great balanced life. I work really hard and I play a lot. I mean, I take, you know, five trips, um, at least a year. I probably have six on the calendar this year and I go out of the country a couple times a year. So, I mean, I play, I play a lot, but I work really hard. And then, um, I, you know, my course, my, my one time your business and what we're talking about today, it's my passion business. I mean, it's not, it's not about money. I give the eight weeks away, uh, people that can't afford to, to pay 99 bucks, which is nothing to on a monthly basis to hang out with me for a year and group setting. They don't have to pay. I just put a price on it because more people are apt to commit to something when they pay for it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so it's my, it's my passion project. I really come from a place of contribution just as we all do, but I actually have the resources to do it because I one time my business. Right. You put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. Uh, tell me something that people don't know about you. And in BNI for people that are not familiar with it, when you give an, um, an eight-minute presentation, there's a question in the bio that's, you know, tell something that uh, people may not know about you. This is similar to that question, but this is about, you know, that connecting quirk, that random thing that people who are listening will be like, oh my gosh, she picked strawberries. Like, that's that's a huge thing. Do you still so like I picking could, strawberries? I, I could go on a more emotional level for connection with your listeners if you want or I can think of something quirky which would you I, prefer I, it is all about you go with emotion okay so and I think it's in it's important to share and this is why I have my keynote tragedy to triumph which is complimentary I don't have a, a speaking fee I do a lot of facilitate workshops with nonprofit organizations uh, and helping on personal mastery all complimentary uh, again it's my way to give you back to my community because I I'm proud of my story I'm proud of where I'm at today and how I've been able to become so successful not just financially, but successful in life. 
and again, having that time to contribute from an early, uh, early years into my adult life. I've had my fair share of tragedies from playing my violin at Pike Place Market with my little sister to help our parents keep a roof over my, our head, my dad's addictions and his attempted suicide when I was 12 years old, my own struggles with drugs, um, how my high school sweetheart and my first husband, Mike, was in prison for five years and died of a drug overdose and the death of our daughter, Amber. But this has made me who I am. And I tr believe from my core that through tragedy, triumph comes. You just have to have confidence and know that that is the truth. You either, your tragedies are going to take you down or you're going to fight. Now, if you listen to the things that I shared in there, there were intentional decisions that I made that put me in a really bad place. That's what it looks like when you let your tragedies take you down. However, I had some real key moments uh, that brought me to look for the hope. And now I have proof that you can take your tragedy and turn it into triumph. And so um, that's what I would say that most of your listeners probably don't know about me. Yeah, it's it's a powerful message. It is uh, choosing to not be a victim and instead come out victorious. Yeah, as, I love that. As you say, uh, sometimes it's things that uh, you contribute in your own story. Other times it's things that you really don't have a say. You don't have the control. It doesn't matter uh, which it is. It's just it is about a mentality and choosing to be the victor over the victim. So, yeah, you don't have control of what might happen to you, but you do have control of how you're going to use the adrenaline that you get from that. The adrenaline is going to take you down or it's going to make you stronger than you ever were if not going through that. And even better, when you can get on that other side, you have a story that you can share. Exactly. It shows that there's hope for, for people, right? Yo, absolutely. And I, I have a big belief that it's the story isn't the story. It's what comes after the story. Absolutely. So um, what would you I like say? To say? I didn't. I like to say, too, I barely made it out of high school and I didn't go to college. So if I can do it, the old saying, if, if I can do it, you can do it. I am not the smartest one in the book, but I tell you, or even if that's an expression, but I am the smartest at what I do. Absolutely. I failed out of college. I went for two years and failed out. So yeah. um, and I in no way consider it a failure. I consider it one of um, the biggest successes that I've ever had in the long run. Yes. Uh, what would you say is your top most frequently asked question? How do I do all that I do? <laughs> I mean, it's a good question, really. Yeah. And um, this will be bleeped out. Don't worry. What is your favorite curse word? You know, I knew you were going to ask that, Stacey. And I don't actually, I can't even get a curse word out of my mouth. And I don't know where that comes from. It's not me, you know, attached to religious thing or anything like that. I it just, I've. I've never sworn. Um, it's okay when someone else does. And sometimes you hear people that are great at swearing and they rock it, you know, okay, you Stacy would be one of them. <laughs> I could, I could hear you swear all day long and it never offends me, but I can't get one out of mine. So I just have to say fudge would be my favorite swear word that I, I could get out of my mouth. <laughs> Honestly, good for you. And I yeah. wish that I was not as uh, good at it as I am. So no. Good you for you. Be. I think it's awesome. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and uh, then we're going to go further into depth with Tina from One Time Your Business. We will be right back with Plateau Partners Pulse. Mm -hmm. 
there's no place like home. Clicking your heels together won't get your gutters, roof, and windows cleaned. Typing WW of Wah into your browser will. Window Works of Washington is an exterior service company for both residential and commercial properties. From top to bottom, they clear, clean, wash, and disinfect. They're licensed, bonded, and insured, which means they treat your home like Dorothy treated her ruby slippers, with care. For a free estimate, go to www.wa.com. Window Works of Washington, because you have a brain. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150kknw. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Plateau Partners Pulse. Again, I'm Stacey Heller, your host, and I am joined by Tina Mitchell. And um, we talked a little bit about what your business is about. And as you mentioned and as I hinted, you are really multi-hyphenate. But for today's purposes, we're going to talk about what you are in Plateau Partners for, which is your one-time coaching. So with all of the different things that you do, what led you to coaching specifically? Well, it, it just organically happened. And I think those are some of the, the best businesses when you actually aren't planning on doing something and it organically happens. And one of my business partners just asked, like many had before, how do you do what you do? You know, how do you have so much business that you do and still have such a great quality of life? And she said, Stephanie McCarthy, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you. Uh, hey, Stephanie, Stephanie. Kiki McCarthy, uh, owner of Real Living Northwest Realtors. Um, I was actually heading into studio. This was back when I was actually in studio over, oh, not 1150 AM KKNW. It was KVI back then, okay. but I'm much happier being at 1150 AM KKNW. I was sitting outside of uh, the um, uh, Space Space Needle waiting to head into studio because I'm early everywhere I go. So I'm just sitting there and, you know, Stephanie calls me up and she said, um, how do you do everything that you do? And, and I said, Stephanie, I've told you, I, one time my business, I brace my strengths and hire my weaknesses. And she said, can you do a workshop? We've got our annual business retreat coming up. <clears throat> We're going to be over in Anderson Island. And I said, absolutely. I said, how much time do I have? And she says, um, how much time do you want? And I said, can you give me three hours? And she says, yeah, three hours is great. So I created my one time your business, three hour workshop. And then I went around and taught it to, uh, other business professionals. And then I decided, you know, why don't I just put in, you know, put together a whole course for eight weeks. So it was organic. The opportunity presented itself and I seized the opportunity. It's, it's so true that, you know, you follow the, the road or the path that you're meant to be on. And there are moments of um, choice that you have, you know, which path are you going to take, you know, the whole road less taken thing. And you just sort of instinctually know which one to take. And um, an opportunity is, is such a huge thing to to take a risk on. It's such a good thing to take a risk on. Um, with your coaching now, you do it over the course of eight weeks. So is it still three hours over the course of eight weeks? Or how did you come up with than doing the eight weeks from the, the initial three hours. I assume yeah, that- A lot more than three hours. It's an hour and a half. You know, and I, I really put a lot of thought into how can I give the students that come through my course 
everything I have to give and have a balance of education, motivation, and inspiration, and a little bit of fun. How do I do that and keep it in the least amount of time? And the eight weeks, I actually started with eight weeks because I wanted to create a habit. And you may have heard it's take 21 to 30 days to create a habit. There's actually studies that says 60 to 90 days. So I thought if I could, eight weeks would be the shortest period of time that I could do to have a chance to help somebody create better habits in the spirit of one-timing their business. So I started with the eight weeks first, and then I backed out on the content I had, it would have been three hours uh, for each week because I just have so much to give. So I really had to dial it down without taking away the motivation, inspiration, a little bit of fun because the course really has that balance. And you know, I have people ask, well, who's right for your course? Well, if, if you feel you have no if you have no control over your time management, my course is the place to start. If you feel that you have some control, my course is going to level you up. And if you feel you've mastered it like I have, there is always room to take it to an even higher level. So my course is designed for you to support you no matter where you're at in your time management journey. So, oh, yeah. And it is, it is so inspirational and it is motivational. And you know, you comment when you take your course that there's so much content, you know, that initial three hours that you started with and that you're now sharing over eight weeks in the hour and a half sessions. And I think the first one is a two hour session because uh, you tell a bit of your own story in more depth so that people. And I actually changed it, Stacey. So oh, I don't have. Yeah. So I used to because I'm always leveling up. It used to be eight weeks. Everybody started at the same time. Everybody graduated at the same time. But it was challenging because I had people that were introduced. How my course gets booked is people that are there introduce other people. Well, then they had to wait seven, six weeks or whatever it was to get in. And so I decided that you can join anytime. There's no open or end. Somebody's joining on the dialogue day. Somebody's joining on the, the week on objections and, mis, um, uh, objections and mistakes. And my, my keynote, I give a shout out for it and with the virtual. So people, you know, if you want to know a little bit more about me, that way they have the opportunity to uh, listen to that side. If they want to know more about, you know, who their, their coach is. Mm -hmm. So tissues, yeah, now you can way. start anytime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, and it's, um, I forgot that you had leveled up because when I did it, it was in the older yeah. format and it just goes to prove that you're constantly leveling up and really trying to adjust the sales depending on what people need. And it is an amazing thing. I know from people within our circle that it's like you you say, it's like drinking out of a fire hose, the amount of information that you have. And people talk about how they go through the program more than once because yeah. there's so much And we're, we're at 42% that have gone through the class more than once. And I think we're at about, I think we're at about 7% right now that have gone through more than three times. So, and that's the thing that's kind of when you're, when you have a course, it's like, do you give it everything you have to inspire what's possible? Or do you just give them little pieces? I decided I'm going to be all in and I share every single week. This is a crash course. It's not a crash diet. It's like drinking from a fire hose. You're not going to implement everything in eight weeks, but I'm going to show you what's possible. And then you can do it all on your own because I've given you everything. It's a roadmap, a plug and play of exactly what you need to do to run a high efficiency business model because I've proved it in multiple businesses for myself. And if you don't want to do it on your own, for a small investment of $99 a month, or if you can't afford it, I'll comp it for you. You can hang out in group coaching with me for a year. 
and meeting with me for 30 minutes every single week for one year, if you do the time on your own, which I encourage that you need to block Mm -hmm. out two hours a week for the next 12, for the next one year, then you will have a high efficiency business model when it's said and done. You've oh. got to do the work outside of the 30 minutes, right? Right, you know, of course. I can, I can only do as much in giving you the information, but you have to do the work yourself. Well, and that's such an important thing. You know, um, you can go to therapy and and talk to somebody. At a certain point, you need to implement. Implementation is key. You you get the knowledge. What are you going to do with it now? And, you know, and so this model that you have is really about that. You're sharing yeah. the knowledge and and the level of commitment of the people taking the class, it's up to them. Yes, so. but I will tell you, it's going to be a lot easier for you than it was for me because I was, I, I always say none of us are come up with our own brilliant ideas. We are motivated and inspired by many before us. The brilliance is making it in your, your own, putting it into action and sharing it with others. So I've been inspired and motivated by many people. These tools and techniques that I share are not ideas I've come up with. I've done research, but I had to, there's a lot of research out there that is not the most efficient. I had to figure out that this is not the way to do it. And I need to find a better way to do it. So really, you know, having something that gives you a shortcut to get there Mm -hmm. because I've already proven it in my own experiences. And each week I bring in, you know, we talk about dialogue and I bring in an example of exactly when that moment was for me. So I have what makes the course unique, I think, is I there's there's live stories where I had my aha moment after I've heard something maybe 101 time. And finally it connected with me. And so hopefully through that story, and that's the inspirational piece of it that I can inspire people to go, man, okay, I'm going to take action right now. Right. right. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it's, it is a definitely a powerful thing. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I'm a big fan of it. Like, it's just, I, I lost my train of thought. I like my head is like pinging with all of these things um, from what you do and how you do it. And And likewise, Stacey, one powerful woman to another powerful woman that's making a difference uh, with their with their gifts and what they're doing. I I say that every time I I hear you live in Plateau Partners, well, more when you're a president, you don't have the opportunity as much now that you're not president. But it's you're just you just have a gift of um of being able to just spontaneously just think of all of these creative things and that's not a gift that I have I need to plan something out I need to prepare it put it together and so each of us we have our gifts and it's really partnering with each other mm-hmm. then you know we have all the tools that we need right absolutely it's it's a bit what but I do go about. girl one power to another power, I okay? appreciate that and I think of you know what you do it's like you have an efficiency lab one of my favorite books when I was growing up was um cheaper by the dozen and um the father was an efficiency a time efficiency um uh, not coach, but they used to have, you know, people that would go in and try to figure out ways to make things more efficient in manufacturing, et cetera. And I loved that book. And I loved the approach to dealing with um, 12 kids. And it was just such a good story. And it is a bit like you have a lab and you're a um, a not so mad scientist that is trying different things and seeing what sticks. 
So speaking of which, you talked about the whole one timing. Talk yeah. more about that, because, I mean, that is the whole that's the basis, the foundation of your business. Yeah. So again, one time, my definition of it is to do something once so you can consider it a one and done. If you are not one timing your business, you're doing the same activities multiple times, duplicating your efforts and wasting valuable time. Now with any great habit, which one timing your business is creating a habit, there are mindsets around that habit. And there's three mindsets to one-timing your business. The first mindset is rejoicing in your small successes. If you're not rejoicing in your small wins, you will most likely give up too soon because you're not seeing quick results. And if you have not ever watched on YouTube, there's plenty of videos around it. The story of the Chinese bamboo tree. Every time I watch that, it can bring me to tears because it was an, uh, an aha moment for me in one of my mind shifts now mindsets in spirit of one timing your business. It takes the Chinese Chinese bamboo tree five years to break ground for an entire five years. You can't see anything. And in business that can be the same, whether it's one year or it's two years or it's five years or it's longer, but that Chinese bamboo tree, it grows 90 feet in six weeks. So you literally can see the Chinese bamboo tree growing right in front of your eyes. And it's a great visualization of what one-timing your business is and rejoicing in your small successes. You can't see what's happening underneath the surface, but rejoice in all those small wins because you will see your bamboo tree grow 90 feet in six short weeks. Of course, we know it didn't grow in six weeks. It took five years to grow. You just can't see it unless you're rejoicing in those small wins and small successes. Um, believe that every small effort matters because it matters in the biggest way. You can't leap up a flight of stairs. You have to take one step at a time. Big changes are not attainable or sustainable, but the small ones are reachable and manageable. And that's why crash diets don't work because they're not sustainable. So it's so many people try the quick fix and they wonder why they can't get exceptional results. You have to rejoice in your small wins. The second mindset is taking the hard road and hard road represents change. It's difficult for people to change, but when you create a habit around a changing, then you'll notice you're constantly leveling up and you're rejoicing in those small levels If this one small decision I make doesn't make a difference. It makes all the difference in the world. Um, so that's the second mindset. That, wait, no, I, I don't mean to interrupt. That mindset oh. reminds me of a caterpillar, right? So we all go through uh, a metamorphosis, a transition, if you will. And this idea that that transition is leading to something that can be really beautiful and it's hard and you may feel alone in it or you may feel at times claustrophobic from it or whatever it is. But knowing that you are going to emerge into something different and that it will be that much better and more useful is a really powerful message. Yeah. And if you visualize what it's going to look like if you quit, that's pretty devastating. Yes. And that's why you've got to keep the mindset of 
embracing change and which is taking the hard road. But I, I am here to tell you that when you take the hard road long enough, it actually becomes your easy street. So it's not the hard road for me anymore. It's just a natural for me to make change. And it's natural for me to do the most difficult things first if I can't hire them out. That's that's the other part of taking the hard road. And the last mindset is embracing your failures. Fear something and run for it or face fear and rise up to it. And I always say, you know, if you look at everything in life, it's balance. You, you don't want to miss the sun after the storm the opportunity after the difficulty, the boom after the recession. It's always been that way and it will continue to be that way. There's a reason that we fail. That's how we succeed. There's a reason why there's so much hatred in the world. That's so that we can learn how to love. So you have to have what traditionally majority would say is negative when it's not. It's not only positive, but it's an absolute must because of the balance you have to take the bad in order to get the good. You can't get one without the other. And you can look at the glass half full or you can look at it half empty. And if you're looking at the glass half empty right now, don't worry. You can always fill your glass up. You just need to create a different mindset around that. Um, so those are the mindsets. And that's what one time in your business is all around. I love the um, what you talk about with the mindset. Um, when my dad died, I wrote his eulogy. And one of the things I talked about is his uh, photography. He took a lot of black and white photos. And I shared that in taking these black and white photos, he taught me that life is not black and white. It is actually about the gray and understanding and appreciating the nuances. And that really that's where the magic lies is in those nuances. And um, that... It, it's a it's a great life lesson to really appreciate and to to motivate you to appreciate that there's a nice sweet spot that is in the middle and you it needs a little bit of the the black and a little bit of the white in order to achieve it. Yeah. And then there's the gift on the other side. That's where you where you real really realize your gift. Just like in education, if you uh, go to school to be educated on a topic, you continue to get smarter and you never go backwards. When you learn something, you learn something. It's the same thing within mastering our business or mastering our personal self. If you keep stretching it a little bit more and you do that through embracing the failures, then you're able to continue to get to that higher level and reach, you know, our areas of gift that we're meant to share with other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that mindset piece is so important. Talking about failures, when I used to talk to my kids about what was perceived as a failure, I would say, well, when a scientist has a hypothesis and they do an experiment and the experiment doesn't work out, then you could say that it's a failure, but it really it's a successful experiment in that they figured out what doesn't work and now they're going to change the variable and see what does work. And yeah. that's really what you are suggesting to people that here's some variables that may work for you and try them out and see mm -hmm. what's going to work so that you can be successful. Yeah, I think if we uh, if we quit at failure trying to get to the moon, you know, now that right. was a big failure. Uh Death is death is in uh, not involved in the conversation that we're having, hopefully. But you you really have to. The bigger the failure, the bigger the success. 
only if you learn to embrace it. It's Otherwise, so the bigger true. failure is going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's when people continue to get in a deeper hole. They quit because they don't think they can do it. And all of those other negative emotions that come with uh, not rejoicing in your failure. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a couple more things that I want to ask you, but I'm going to Uh, suggest that we take a really quick break here. I do want to remind people that our show is sponsored by members of the Plateau Partners. And since they're all people that we like, know, and trust, I am very confident and very comfortable referring them to you. So take a listen and uh, consider using some of our businesses that are in Plateau Partners. We'll be right back with Tina Mitchell of One Time Your Business. Are you overwhelmed by all the photos you have tucked in boxes, drawers, and envelopes? Not to mention sitting on jump drives, the cloud, or your phone? Eileen Vieira of Memory Books by Eileen can help you get inspired, organized, or creative with both traditional or digital scrapbooking products, services, and events. Don't have the time, energy, or interest to DIY? Eileen can also create a professional quality photo book or scrapbook for you. For more information or to book a free consult, go to memorybooksbyeileen.com. That's memorybooksbyeileen.com. Save and share the stories that matter most. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the show. Again, I am with Tina Mitchell of One Time Your Business, and she is a woman that has a lot on her on her plate. So given that you have so much on your plate, aside from actually using all of these skills that you've created in your course, how do you get it all done, really? Well, there, there are two things that I would credit to. Number one is one timing, running a high efficiency business model. Um, and well, actually three. So it's the philosophy and then two things within it. Time blocking is number one and embracing your strengths and hiring out your weaknesses is number two, because with time, with all the activities that you have to do in your business, you must manage your time at a high level and how you manage your time at a high level as you schedule appointments with yourself. You've heard the saying, if it's not in writing, it doesn't exist. I say, if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. Work from your calendar instead of the majority are working from a to-do list. Schedule appointments with yourself and keep those appointments at the highest level as high as you would any other client. Because if you had a client that was scheduled to meet with you at 2 p.m. tomorrow and another client called up and said, hey, do you have 2 p.m. available? You would say that that time is booked, but what about three or four o'clock? You're not gonna pick up the phone and call that original client, cancel their more meeting to schedule someone else in that spot and then reschedule them. So why would you have an appointment scheduled with yourself And then another client says, are you available at two o'clock? Oh yeah, I'm available at two o'clock. So my rule for myself, everything is on my calendar. I have as many appointments for myself that I do with anyone externally. And I never cancel my appointments with myself unless I can reschedule myself for that exact same day. So power hour would be an example. That's when I strategically picking up the call. I say strategic because there are strategic people that I'm calling to reach out to, to build my business. 
The only time I would cancel that is because there's something really important I want to do that's between 11 and 12, which is my power hour. And if I want to do that, then I have to be able to have time on my calendar sometime during the day, because I would imagine that you would probably agree that generating business is important to your success. You would probably agree that creating new ideas into your business model, take it to a higher level is important to your success. And I would probably imagine that you would agree managing the tasks that you have at hand to run your business is a priority. So if you cancel your appointments with yourself, you're actually telling yourself they're not a priority and they're not important. So time block, keep the momentum and follow through with your commitment to yourself. That is your appointments with yourself because your success depends on it. The second part, Stacey, is embracing your strengths. So determine what your hourly rate is, how much is your time, what do you value your time at? If you can hire someone else that you could pay less than that, you must hire it out. If you're listening today and you're the leader, you must stay focused on the high level activities and hire out the rest. You must pay attention or work only on the things that you are a master at and you love to do, hire out the rest. Because if you don't have an assistant, you are your assistant. And you may ask, what is it gonna cost for me to hire out? My question back to you, the real question, what is it going to cost if you don't hire out? Because it's true that you're only as good as the team that supports you. The team really does make the dream work. As a leader, you should be getting the business and your team drives the business. With every operation, there's a business and there's a process. The business brings the money in. The process ensures the money comes in. With every operation, there's a leader and a team. As a leader, your job is to get the business. The team is to work the process. So. That's how I'm successful at one timing. So true. And because in part of you, I have worked on my time blocking and I have also learned to um, hire out the things that I am not good at. Because in addition to the task, the emotional energy attached to the things that I feel inadequate or insecure about as a business owner, they can really just completely undermine all of the good things that you do because you're focused on this albatross of like, "Ah, I can't do this. And so then that becomes all you focus on. And so hiring out best lesson. And and you nailed it right there, Stacey, because I have a a 22 time wasters. Number one, not one time in your business. Number two, the emotional stress. It, you know, that is a huge time waster is emotional stress. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, avoidance is like a huge thing for me. So to no longer have to avoid, I've got so much time back. Um, (laughs) So we only have a little bit of time here. Um, Big question that as I sit and I look at my phone and it has so many um, emails. Like, how do you manage an inbox that is just like never ending? 
but you can just pop in for that week and 16 email tips. I'll share three really quickly with here. Set up Boomerang. Don't have time to go over the fullness, but follow-up alerts, you must have Boomerang. So you can get rid of the emails that people have called to actions or you have called to actions for people to do. Instead of letting it sit in your inbox, if you know that somebody needs to get something back to you at three o'clock tomorrow, set a follow-up alert. And it just comes back in your inbox magically at three o'clock. But if they did do something with it, it never comes back in your inbox. How many times do you relook at the exact same email over and over again because it's just sitting there. I want you to count and you're going to be surprised. If you don't have Boomerang, you're definitely doing that. Uh, tip two, set up group conversations. Grouping conversations is when you have a conversation with 10 different people and 10 different people are replying back to that email multiple times. That's a lot of e emails all over your inbox and no organization. Grouping conversations will group that one conversation all in a little pretty email that it looks like it's one. You click on it and it opens up all into the strategic order that it came in at. And last, uh, tip out of my 16 email tips is resort your inbox. You don't get to go to the new ones until you complete the old. You will force yourself to do that because I promise you, if you don't work from the old first, before you get to the new, things are getting pushed aside and you're procrastinating on things. Um, so, and, and archive, I mean, I got to shout that one out. I can't, I, I would never think that somebody has tens of thousands of emails in their inbox, but I've coached hundreds and hundreds of clients. And I've done a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, which it's surprising. Majority of people have tens of thousands of emails in their inbox. Archive. I cannot imagine that many. I do know that my husband spent some time on a flight in the past couple of days, and he took it upon himself to clean out his inbox. He's very proud of himself. He's down to something like 2,000 emails. Yeah. <laughs> so it was I a lot. Everybody on my team averages at any given time, 10 to 20 emails in an inbox and anybody can do it as long as you engage in the 16 tips that I share on my eight week course. Love this. Okay. And then um, another question for you, scripting. We only have like two minutes here. Um, okay. Do you think that that is in the spirit of one timing? Absolutely. Your dialogue and how you deliver a message is going to impact your closing ratio. If you're not getting the results that you want, it's almost always in how you're delivering your message. Scripts are not to sound scripted. Instead, they're there to be prepared upfront and how you deliver a message for the best outcome. Scripts are not to use someone else's words. It's to prepare your own words so you can deliver a confident message. And you may not realize this, but everything that you say with confidence is scripted. The stories that you tell all the time, the jokes that you tell all the time, you they're scripted because you have said it so many times that it naturally becomes scripted. So a scripted message is a message that's delivered the same way every single time, naturally scripted over time or in scripted up front intentionally. Both is powerful, but if you prepare up front and you script it intentionally, you're going to get those results much quicker. Last uh, comment on the power of scripting and having a dialogue. If you are not mastering your messaging, not only are you missing out, more importantly, the clients that are meant and need your product and service, they are missing out. So yes, scripting is in the spirit of one timing. I, you know, it is, uh, it creates consistency and it's your message. And what is more authentic than a consistent message? So you are a very powerful, very fascinating and uh, multifaceted, multi-layered woman. And I learn from you every time. Um, where can people connect with you and learn more? 
OneTimeYourBusiness.com. That's how you can get into my complimentary eight-week course. And I would be honored to take a time management business efficiency journey with you. You can also go to TinaMitchell.com. You can get information on how to book a complimentary keynote uh, for organizations. You can get a complimentary copy of my book. You can come into my radio and podcast show. Um, Lots of resources there. So many resources there. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Stacey, for having me. I feel so honored. Oh, I mean, you are a a wonder. And um, really, people take the course, take it once, take it twice, take it thrice. It's an amazing thing. Um, I also want to remind people that if you want to learn more about Plateau Partners, uh, you can text BNI PP info to 55678. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at BNI Plateau Partners. And thanks, as always, for listening to and supporting our members and their endeavors. We really appreciate it. And Tina, I appreciate you. Love you. Mwah.